Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. As promised in the daily financial news, we got the man, myth, the legend, Matt, the mortgage guy today. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Mike. How you doing? Hey, man, I appreciate all our weekly conversation. It really, really helps me and everybody on the channel really stay up to date with what's going on. So you are in the flow. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. I'm sure you have. The 10-year treasury has gone backwards, backwards, backwards. Everybody wants cash. There's a lot of fear in the market. So rates have got to be amazing now, right? We're under 3% again, I assume. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably uh... 1.9 percent uh not not really and that's you know i i i watched the 10-year treasury so i think what it what it get to like 171 or down yeah, below one, one yeah 171 172 is the low that i saw and it's funny because i follow all these different like mortgage-backed security trackers and analysts and stuff and they're saying listen like lenders aren't going to be in a hurry to reprice for the better you know they're going to just take a little bit of extra margin because it's so volatile, right? And you probably would if you were a lender as well. So while we did see better pricing Monday and Tuesday, mm -hmm. what, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, we got better, better, and then Wednesday worse. And we're probably not much better in pricing across the board as we were last Friday. A little bit. I, I want to say that again, because I think I don't think people would realize that. And frankly, I don't know that I would have realized it. The 10 year takes a dive more than a quarter point. Right. It goes from roughly two one to one seven five. So that's thirty five points. And I would have expected rates to go down probably a quarter again, just thinking. But you're right. It was a quick it was sudden and it was all fear based. This wasn't the Federal Reserve cutting rates that you could count on for years. This was geopolitical. This was an invasion of another country. This was just fear, 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 which people rushed to the 10-year. And you're right. If you're a lender in an environment where fear went up, you're not in a rush to lower. You'll, you'll gladly take the extra margin. Um, I think you're right. I think that's exactly what happened, too. And like, you know, probably 100 basis points, which isn't nothing right over a couple of days. But in, in relation to what we saw in the 10 year and like you said, in relation to what we would have thought we would have seen, it was probably an eighth versus a quarter. And then we're giving it all back today. You know, I've got people reaching out to me like, where's the great rates? And it's like, OK, you know, you locked early February rates steadily went up. We saw this little dip and then we we like gave back 70 basis points today. There's our, and, and trust me, when, when it's getting worse, they're quick to reprice for the worse. There's 13 lender reprices for the worse this morning, um, just say, in the first couple hours. Say that again. People don't realize what's going on, right? The lenders, I, I keep telling people, we talk about a real estate market. There is really a lending market that you have to watch. And um, when there's fear in the market, Lenders, lenders can get nervous too, right? I mean, if you were paying attention in the non-QM space, March of 2020, it turned off, like off. And this can happen in, in your space as well with traditional lending. So again, uh, we shouldn't have been surprised by this. Uh, banks are just, banks are getting nervous. Right, yeah. And they're not flush with cash. You know, most mortgage lenders, if you read headlines, you know, laying off 900 staff. You know, they're, they're going through, you know, uh, some some turbulence themselves. And so, you know, when things get better, they might do it incrementally. They might do it slow. Today, things are getting worse. Ting, 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 13, like for the worse. Um, so I, I think the moral of the story is 
um, one, don't expect, you know, better rates really irregardless of, of I, the geopolitical I, stuff that's going on. I did on. not realize the 10 year jumped almost point. It jumped an eighth today. Yeah. It's uh, the market must be expecting the fed to raise rates. That's what that means. Right. And I watched a little bit of Powell this morning, um, which, which was interesting. You know, it's, it's, it seems like, you know, for sure, it's just going to be a quarter in March and uh, you know, some I of I want to say right here, right now, if Powell only does a quarter, he missed his opportunity. If he only does a quarter, he's going to keep hurting the average American, the middle class, the poor. He's got to take this thing by and rip the bandit off and do a half. He's, he's not going to, but I'm going to keep saying he should, and hopefully it happens. Yeah. I don't know if he'll hear you from here, Mike, but. I'm going to keep hope. screaming into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, you know, on, on the topic of rates too, if, if people want to take away, the takeaway for me is in a volatile market, it's more important than ever to lock. You know, I talked to people yesterday. I bet yeah. you're doing a ton of lot. And, and here's what happens is is the psychology of people a little bit better Monday, a little bit better Tuesday, goody, goody gumdrops. I'm going to wait and see how much it gets better. Well, you got rug pulled on Wednesday because we just gave back almost all of our gains. So, you know, I had reached out to a handful of people yesterday who had been thinking about refinance. We need cash for this. We're going to do it. I said, listen, this might be a short window. I literally had that conversation yesterday. If it's something you want to do and you know you're going to do, if I were you in your shoes, I would do it right now. Did anyone get their stuff submitted? Did we lock those those people I talked to yesterday? No. Ah. 70 basis points. Oh, you know, for people that don't know what 70 basis points is, for the same rate we could have got you yesterday, if you've got a $500,000 loan, 70 basis points is $3,500 difference in cost. Your cost for that same rate went up $3,500 in a couple hours. Rates change every single day, hour by hour. You know, if, if you're in the market for a mortgage, you need to be able to look at it. And it's kind of like how the housing market in general is right now. Like you, ha there's, you have to act fast. If you see a house you like, you probably got to offer on it within 24 or 48 hours. If you see a rate you like on the mortgage side, you, you let the mortgage originator know, yes, let's lock it. And, and I've literally, for probably six months now, just been advising everybody, lock. Too volatile to gamble. Yeah, let me just be very clear, right? I've been studying the consumer for 30 years. They are so predictable. And this is what happens. And it happens almost every time. When things go our direction, we assume they will continue to go our direction. When things go against us, we jump in and take action. Think about what happened in the mortgage market. I don't know, two or three weeks ago, rates jumped. All these owners who didn't buy last year come on off the market. And all the real estate agents tell me it's crazy offers again and over asking and blah, blah, blah. Rates went up to cause that behavior. We had two days of rates going down. Everybody assumed there'd be a third day. If you like it, lock it. This is not a time to play. Um, and again, it's, it, you're so predictable. It's, it's funny uh, after 30 years of watching them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's important enough to where you don't want to gamble. Just take a look at, at uh, the whole situation, the, the price of the home, the offer you're making, the rate you've got. And if it looks good, if it fits in the budget, take action and set it and forget it.
Yeah. Something else I should ask you since I asked real estate agents this morning on my daily financial news, have you had any buyers that you're working with suddenly say, Hey, we're, we're going to pull our, you know, we're going to pull our offer because we're nervous about what's going on in the world. Um, I don't think that I've had any specific like geopolitical, you know, that be the reason. Okay. What I've had a lot of is somebody gets pre-approved. Somebody's excited. I want to buy a house and all the reasons they want to buy a house you know, build wealth, appreciation, debt pay down, having a, their backyard, all that stuff, they kind of get dejected or punched in the face by how hard this market is. You know, I'm having conversations with people that have been in the ring, we'll call it in the ring for, for a year, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, some people have to find or have to like taste it to really re know what it's like, because I'll tell people it's tough. Or an agent will say, hey, listen, we're gonna have to go in at 645. You're gonna have to release contingencies. They'll give them the advice and it won't sink in. And then didn't get your offer accepted, didn't get your offer accepted. Oh, maybe my agent, my mortgage folk guys that were like in this every day, maybe the stuff they were telling me might just be true. And, um, one thing I, I like is I've been seeing this a lot more lately. The listing agent is sending communication to the buy side. We're very sorry. We know how tough it is. We've been in your position. We also work with buyers. Unfortunately, we, we went with somebody else's offer. Here's what it took to get this house. Mm. And they'll kind of share a little bit of it. You know, they yeah. went in well above ask. They released all their contingencies. They gave 30 days rent back, whatever the case may be, just because I think that's where... A lot of consumers mm -hmm. and or their agents sometimes mm -hmm. don't even realize How big they're writing the offers for the sake of writing offers. They're, they're not in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, a, I mean, I'm talking to more and more agents that are working harder today than they've worked in the last four years and not getting paid. You got to realize real estate agents only get paid when the deal closes. They don't get paid to write offers. Right. Uh, so it's a tough business. And oh, by the way, I think transactions go down this year versus last. So if I was an agent. You know, yeah, you're gonna have to do more more work. Um, a, a crazy stat that I read recently from like big lenders that have a bunch of data mm. from interested party to closed loan. Mm -hmm. It used to be in the in the 60 day mark, and as of recently, the recent data that they've collected, it's more like 255 days. So almost nine months between hey, I raised my hand, I'm interested, I want to buy a house, to actually closing on it. Mm. And like, that's tough. You know, there's not a lot of people that are going to stick it out for that long. And sure, some people get it done in six weeks, others a year and a half or, or, or never. But on average, like you've wow. got to be, you've got to have some resolve yeah. to, to buy a house in this market. Crazy, crazy. Well, do me a favor. You are helping people every day. If you like it, lock it. If you want to see what's going on, how do you want them to reach out? Go to greatmortgagebroker.com. My promise to you is if you go there, fill out a form, somebody on the team is going to contact you. We're going to do our best to find out where you're at, what you're looking to do, and give you some good advice around that. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance. I've gotten messages lately about people really want to hear from me. If I talked to every single person that reached out to the team, I would have to disown my family. <laughs> I would have to stop sleeping. I would have to do a lot of things. And, uh, you know, I try to give the best advice I can, you know, and, and sometimes I, I jump in yesterday 
And this guy's like, I really want to ask Matt this question. So my team says, Matt, answer this guy's question. Includes me on a group text. And I must have been back and forth on 19 questions. Mm. Imagine if I did that for 400 people a month, it would be uh, a lot. I wouldn't be able to, you know, manage all the other parts that go into getting these loans to the finish line. So um, we're, we're going to do our best to get you some great information. I promise that yeah. I got a great team. Yeah. Great mortgagebroker.com is somebody you can count on. Again, they will look at, if you're getting quotes from someone else and you think like you were, you got a bad feeling, pay attention for video number two. We will talk to you. Maybe that bad feeling is legit. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Mike. Mm -hmm.